It's an honor to speak a few words to you this morning. I am Deacon, Deacon Robert Little. I want to welcome you to All Saints. We appreciate your presence here for this service of burial as we remember our sister in Christ, Nancy Sue Hartman, who died on November 3rd. I especially want to welcome Angela, Angie, and Brian, who have come from, come from California to be with their father. That is a great blessing to Benny. We grieve with Benny in this time of loss and sorrow. We come alongside him and pray the Lord would be his comfort and peace. Death, death means separation, doesn't it? Where two became one, husband and wife, there's now one. It's often said, death is a natural occurrence, but it's not natural. It is a result of human fallenness, sin, and rebellion. But it is an enemy of life. And the Son of God, Jesus Christ, came to defeat this enemy. We give thanksgiving for the life and Christ Christian witness of Sue Harmon. And this is a day also to remember the hope that we have in God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And Christ's promise of the resurrection of the body and life everlasting and his victory over death, which we just heard in the Gospel reading from John, from the Gospel of John. In there, the uh, Apostle John gives the account of Jesus' arrival at the home of Mary and Martha in Bethany near the Mount of Olives. Now, he knows this family well. He loves them. He arrived at their home in a moment of sorrow. The two sisters are mourning the loss of their brother Lazarus, who died three days past. And Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Jesus said to her, Your brother will rise again. Martha, not quite understanding, said to him, I know he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. But Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Martha said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is coming into the world. These words are of paramount importance for our lives because our life in eternity hinges on our answer to Jesus' question, Do you believe this? Elsewhere in the Gospel of John, in John 3.16, Jesus said to Nicodemus, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Sue Hartman believed in Jesus as her Lord and Savior. Sue knew the Lord Jesus Christ was her shepherd. Now, we heard about the shepherd in Psalm 23, which we also just read. The psalmist says at the very beginning, The Lord is my shepherd. 
That's one of the most beautiful sentences in the Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd. There are other shepherds one can follow, but only the Lord Jesus Christ is the good shepherd. Jesus warned us that all others are imposters, thieves, and robbers. That is why it is critical to our life in eternal well-being that one can affirm, the Lord is my shepherd. And where does he lead those who put their trust and faith in him? The psalm says he leads his sheep to dwell in green pastures and beside still waters where his flocks settle down to eat and drink in safety. In an arid land, grassy fields and fresh water are pretty scarce. But this shepherd provides for his flock, nonetheless, the very best food for nourishment and pure drink for thirst. As Christians, I think we understand these are symbols which speak to the spiritual and life-giving food and drink the Lord Jesus Christ provides to his people. When a communion, Christ our shepherd feeds us with his own body and blood. The bread, which is the body of Christ, the bread of heaven, and the wine, the blood of Christ, the cup of salvation, which we receive by faith. The bread and the cup are a foretaste of the heavenly banquet awaiting those who believe in Jesus Christ. Further on in Psalm 23, we read the very famous passage, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death or darkness, I will fear no evil. I don't have to tell you in this life, we walk through the dangers, darkness of a fallen world. The psalmist does not say that we will escape evil or death, but because we follow the Good Shepherd, the fear of those things is gone. As Christians, we have already died with Christ through our baptism, and we have been raised with Him in resurrection. So we have already been through that dark valley of the shadow of death and are a part of his victory over death. His victory is our victory. We have no fear because Christ has gone before us as our shepherd, before his flock, and we can live a life of hope and not a life of fear. Following the shepherd along the path, well, that path leads through death and into the glorious presence of the living God to the place Jesus said he has prepared for us. And in that place is a splendid banquet. The prophet Isaiah, which we also heard, described this banquet as a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine. If our Bishop Frank was here, he'd add, and lots of chocolate, I'm sure, which the Lord God himself will prepare for us. I believe Nancy Snoo knew Jesus as her true shepherd all her life. Sue grew up in Springfield, and Benny has told me of the great group of friends that Sue enjoyed roller skating with at a skating rink on Glenstone Avenue, 
I think one of her skating partners is even here, Steve, who can speak to that. Sue went on to graduate from the Burge School of Nursing, now called Cox College. She had a career as a nurse, and Benny told me that Sue most greatly enjoyed her time serving as a nurse with the Red Cross. Later, Sue became the administrator and all-around indispensable manager of Calvary Assembly of God Church at the corner of Grand Street and Campbell. No longer there. Well, Sue was in a position to offer care and concern not only to the pastor and his wife, but to many church members, too. Which I believe is how Benny, who had been attending Calvary Assembly, came to meet Sue when she gave him advice on how to care for a bad cold he had. I hope I got that right. Well, that small beginning led to a devoted marriage of almost 31 years. Benny has shared with me that Sue was his support and rock, that he would not be here but for Sue. What a beautiful tribute to Sue. Benny and Sue became members of All Saints Anglican when we were only newly begun. I know Sue and Benny have been faith-filled followers of the Lord Jesus Christ all their married life. Georgia Long shares a short remembrance of Sue. I'll pass on to you. Sue was a woman who depended on God. She was like the woman in Proverbs 31. In her I saw strong faith, a woman trustworthy to her husband. She was wise and strong. She knew her worth. When Paul and I saw her in late October, she expressed her concern for Benny, even as she shared her readiness about going to heaven, and we are sure that she was embraced by the Lord when she did. Sue had a very caring heart for people, for her husband and family, and especially for the dogs in their life, especially Gizzy. Susan Frame shares this about Sue, a small snapshot. When our, uh, when the, uh, I'm sorry, when the Frame's dear Chihuahua Luke died a couple of years ago, Susan says, uh, Sue and Benny and Gizzy came out to pay their respects and brought flowers for his grave that are still there. I thought that was so sweet of her. We praise God for the life of Sue Hartman and the many years Benny and Sue enjoyed together in marriage. You know, all earthly marriages are a vow to love within the greater love the Lord has for us. They point to the heavenly union of Christ the bridegroom and his bride, his bride the church, the people of God, at that splendid banquet the wedding feast of the Lamb. We rejoice that Sue Hartman, a faithful wife, a faith-filled woman, a woman of strong Christian character, has been released from all bodily afflictions and suffering and is now dwelling in the loving and holy presence of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, where there is love and joy 
everlasting. We know in that place, God will wipe away every tear. I got to spend quite a few hours with Benny in the hospital room. And Sue was in the process of dying, and it was both very sorrowful, but also very precious. And it was really an honor to be there with you. Let me end with this declaration. Death not be cause for ultimate dismay. Death is not and will never be the end. Christ has seen to that. There is a joy that awaits. There is a hope that lightens this darkness. There is a journey that leads us inevitably to that great declaration, Christus victor, Christ victorious, Christ has conquered death. All praise be his, all glory his own. Do you believe this? Amen. Amen.